All right, today we're going to start it off with a little comic strip called Neurotica. Alison Garwood. A lady sitting on a bench, picking her nose. A big smile on her face, looking over towards a lady and her child. The lady, all wire-haired and ratty, turns over and says, Would you please refer? from picking your nose in front of my child. It is disgusting. And you'll give her ideas. And the lady that w- was picking her nose a second ago gets in the other lady's face and screams at her, Now you know how I feel about you smoking in front of her. Hello and welcome to episode 201. Of Under the Cowl of MS. The standard little bit of comics, little bit of MS, little bit of whatever episode. Uh, that was just a cute, straightforward, makes sense comic strip that just cracked me up this week. I love that one. <laughs> I think I might start doing that. So if you're out smoking in front of your child in public, don't be surprised if I come walking up picking my nose. (laughs) All right, for comics, I got a pile here. I'm just going to kind of glance over, uh, some of which will probably be talked about on the next Crimson Cull Comic Club because it got canceled this last week. So if I don't, run down some of these comics quickly I'm going to probably forget half the stuff so I'm just going to give a gist of some comics and then we'll get deeper into them if you want to check out the Crimson Skull Comic Club next weekend uh, if people still talk about the ones that I bring up or not but uh, one that wasn't lined up but uh, a couple of them in here weren't lined up but I just wanted to. Actually, I am going to. Yeah, I'm going to start with Heroes Return. Uh, This one was the final one for that Heroes Reborn run that. I I wasn't big on some of the characters on it, but it is a good story. Some things that happened bugged me and stuff throughout it, but it's all part of the story, so you got to take the good with the bad. A lot of fun characters in here. Uh, I The only thing with this whole run that kind of would have pulled me away if if you heard at number issue one, I was waiting on forever. I didn't get issue one until after I got issue seven. So I could finally start and read number one because I didn't want to read them until I got that one. And if I would have read the first couple, I would have probably dropped off. But the main character I bought this for was Blade. I expected Blade to be in like almost every issue. Um, I still have a couple side issues I'm going to have to pick up. But thankfully, in Heroes Return, Blade makes a big appearance back in here. But yeah, I, I like 
a lot of the characters and some of the characters drive me crazy. But this was an interesting story. I still don't know whether or not that's why I was kind of looking forward to hearing other people talk about it on the podcast. I'm curious what storylines this jumped off of and where it came from. It's still part of the House of X and all that or not. But yeah, you want to find out a lot more. Check out the Crimson Color Comic Club. I'm sure someone will be talking about this. In the long run, uh, another one that I checked out that actually nobody, I don't think, checked out in the club. So this one will be. Uh, one you won't hear on Crimson Color Comic Club. I don't know. I'm just stumbling over everything right now, <laughs> trying to get things figured out. Uh, but basically, be- before there was The Walking Dead, there was Dead World. Dead World is one of the longest-running, independent, acclaimed horror comic series, with over one million copies sold that attacks the zombie menace from a different supernatural perspective. Dead returned to walk the earth, but this is not standard zombie story. In addition to having intelligent zombies with a mission and goal, Deadwood almost also explores the human interactions as mankind finds itself facing extinction. And while some groups organize in the best interest of self-preservation, others others use this as an opportunity to explore their own self-deluded dreams. Dead World is a story of horror, of survival, of hope, and despair. It is an ongoing saga of modern man facing his darkest side where science and technology are no longer his allies. Uh, This is basically a self-contained spin-off story from the Dead World universe. From the Dead World universe comes the saga of a female hybrid between the living and the dead known as Atu. In order to piece together the answers to why there are increasing numbers of intelligent zombies leading the onslaught of the dead armies against humanity, the Zombie Slayer Tattoo must travel into the depths of zombie hell in the city of New Orleans. There she will find the ruling warlord of the dead, the Rasta. Uh, This is a... I think I read a couple issues in the past from Dead World, but no runs or trade papers acts. Uh, so when I seen this, I'm like, yeah, I want to jump on it. It's got tattooed badass chick running around on a motorcycle, killing zombies. I just got got to jump in here and actually find out whether or not I like this Dead World. Uh, layout atmosphere and i did and i didn't (laughs) i like that they're using the intelligent zombie aspect but i was confused by it because it's almost like the zombies will transfer bodies so 
it made them sound like they're from another world. So it's almost alien and zombie combined. So I'm really not sure how that fully lays out. So I, I need to get back to the beginning, some of the early episodes and see if I can find, I know I have some of the comics here somewhere. I just have to find them and see which ones I have and see how early in the storyline I got. But I really got this feeling like whatever caused the zombie apocalypse, I think it was more alien in nature. So I got to find that out. And then the storyline doesn't really say past, present, future as it's playing through, but it got confusing at a point where this tattoo chick she was reformed in here and while she was actually doing stuff. So I don't know if it was a separate girl or what's going on, but it was a very confusing part of the storyline. But the other thing that drove me nuts in here is, again... We are outnumbered now. The zombie menace is like, we're like maybe 20%, 30% humans even left on the earth, if that. And the zombies are way overrun on our asses. But yet, we're still feuding with each other. We still got religious sects that are cults that are treating people like witches and warlocks and stuff like that and killing them burning them whatever and it's like really it we're basically getting our species wiped off the face of the earth and yeah kill each other (laughs) not worry about the menace that plagues the earth So, yeah, that drives me nuts. I don't know why they have to do that with storylines. But other than that, it was a good story. And like I said, I really want to go back deep into it and get some of the early. uh, I can't think of it, but the storyline when you're first told about what's going on. The basic beginning storyline. One other wonderful thing I checked out from... Oh, yeah, Comics, Action Labs, that gang. But this is illustrated by Sarah Richard, and the story is by Franco in here. This is The Ghost, the Owl. This is a hardcover book. Think, oh, yeah, Comics, Franco. It's got to be kids, but no, this is this is young adult. Uh, you can do in here and stuff. Uh, it's just it's a sad but good story. Uh, on a cool evening in the swamp, figure appears dancing across the water, a human figure, but far from a human form, a ghost, a young girl spirit that seems to have lost its way. A good Samaritan owl decides to help against the wishes of his animal brethren. What mysteries does the ghost girl hold the secrets to? And what will happen when she and the owl unlock them together? 
Will they find out what happened to her? Will she find her way to where she needs to be? What will happen to the animals in the swamp and surrounding forests? An adventure with the most unlikely of pairs, the ghost, the owl. It's just fun seeing all the interaction between the critters, find out the storyline behind the girl and everything and what's going on. It's just very fun and interesting story. I don't want to give it away, so I'm going to leave it at that. But, yeah, it's you expect the more Art and Franco, more family-friendly, younger, enjoyable type thing. And this one's just a little deeper. But it is a good... Uh, it's a great story. Leave it at that. Yeah, so check that out if you like. And we're going to end this here with the comic segment, and we will get back to you with a little health MS stuff in, right after this. Okay, let's talk about some food and drinks that can help you with different things health-wise or help you get through the day. I don't know if you've ever heard of matcha tea, M-A-T-C-H-A. If you have a cup of this in the every morning, it'll help boost your energy and focus. Uh, sipping, sipping it daily can have a positive impact on your energy levels and overall health. Health, unlike coffee, matcha provides a less jittery pick me up. That's nice if you get the jitters from coffee, caffeine at all. Uh, and that's basically because of the high concentration of flavonoids and L theanine, which increases the brain's alpha fre frequency band and produces relaxing effects by raising serotonin. GABA, the GABA, and the dopamine levels. Basically, the benefits are positive effects on your mood, promotes relaxation, provides sustained energy, and can help with main, maintaining a healthy weight. So if you want to try it out, here's a recipe for basically a matcha tea. Basically, take one teaspoon of matcha powder, six ounces hot water, whatever milk, and the next two couple things are optional. If you want to use any type of milk, use the milk of your choice, almond milk, coconut milk, regular milk, uh, a teaspoon of aguave, maple syrup, or honey, all of which are also optional. So I like to have a little bit. I got my wife picked me up a new honey. Uh, it's a CBD honey with high concentrates of CBD in it. So that's nice to just mix right in your tea and stuff. Basically, mix an ounce of hot water with the matcha to form a thick paste. Just work it until it gets into a nice thick paste. And then use a bamboo whisk and whisk the matcha in a zigzag pattern until frothy. Add more water to the matcha while whisking vigorously to avoid lumping. Add warm milk to the latte or sweeten with sweetener of choice if you desire any of those things. And then basically consume one teaspoon 
in your tea and you'll feel the effects within 30 minutes, which lasts for a few hours. Uh, it does appear to cause significant side effects, effects when consumed in moderation, but high doses providing large amounts of caffeine may cause headaches, diarrhea, insomnia, irritability, and pregnant women should use caution. I and mean, it's basically same common sense as coffee. So, but yeah, I want to try that out. I'm going to order some matcha powder and see how well that works. See if I get a little energy boost more than I get from my coffee or not. Uh, I don't know if you use watercress in your life. It's nice, nice to throw it into leafy green with your other leafy greens in a salad or something like that. But it's a powerful nutrient. So it's all kinds of goodies in it. Uh, it's packed with vitamin K. So, and we can use potassium and stuff in our bodies. Well, there's spasticity, but basically watercress boasts many important vitamins and minerals. Including over 100% of the RDI for vitamin K. It also has uh, vitamin A, C, calcium, manganese. Uh, watercress is extremely high in antioxidants, which may help prevent chronic diseases such as diabetes, cancer, and heart diseases. So that's good. That's always a plus. It contains potent anti-cancer compounds called is is isothiocyanates that have been shown to ward off several types of cancer. Anything that you can get in your system to help with that is a good thing. Watercress has many potential benefits for heart health, including lowering blood pressure and cholesterol levels. Diets high in cruciferous vegetables are linked to a lower risk of heart disease. Uh, it contains many nutrients important for bone health, including over 100% of the RDI for vitamin K, which we said. It's a good source of vitamin C, which promotes a healthy immune system and reduces your risk of infection. Watercress is a highly nutrient nutritious vegetable that can help fill you up for very few calories which may aid in weight loss it's a source of dietary nitrates which have been linked to improved athletic performance however there are currently no studies on watercress that confirm these benefits uh, watercress contains the carotenoids lutein and zeaxanthin which are essential for eye health. Watercress is also a good source of vitamin C, which may protect against cataracts. Uh, it's really easy to use. And it's just tiny little leafy greens, so you can sprinkle it on your salad. You can stir it into your soup near the end of cooking so you don't break it totally down uh, and it just disappears on you. Use it to replace lettuce in a sandwich. Turn it into pesto by, by blending it with garlic and olive oil. Yeah, that's a good idea. Make yourself, you blend that up, make yourself a nice pesto paste, and uh, make yourself a pesto pizza with some 
just use that for your pizza sauce and then top it with your mozzarella cheese, spinach, chicken if you want, a protein, mushroom, and it's a perfect pizza. This is awesome. Uh, serve it with eggs. And you can basically use it to top any dish or whatever. But it's a versatile addition to your meal routine. Eat it in a salad soup or sandwich or use it to garnish any dish, dish or just chew on it. Basically, it's a powerful powerhouse vegetable that packs several important nutrients but is extremely low in calories, which is a plus. It contains a plethora of antioxidants, which may lower your risk of heart disease and several types of cancer. It's also a good source of minerals that protect your bones. Additionally, watercress makes a delicious addition to any meal and is a nice change from the usual lettuce or spinach. The watercress is hardly one of the most popular vegetables. Its nutrition profile makes it a stellar addition to your diet. I'm surprised it's not more uh, enjoyed than spinach because I, I love spinach, but, you know, a lot of times you get it and it just gets those soggy sections and stuff like that. And just Or if you open it and use a little bit, don't use it all within a couple of days. It goes, starts to go bad and gets slimy and nasty. But this watercress, just nice little pieces of clippings and just, be nice to nice if you had a nice little grow room right on your kitchen to have some of that growing constantly so it would grow pretty fast uh if you want a nighttime drink here's a moon milk recipe using ashwagandha which basically uh ashwagandha has is a has positive benefits on the endocrine, cardiopulmonary, and central nervous systems with powerful anti-inflammatory, anti-stress, and antioxidant effects. Probably be a really good thing to before you go to bed and wake up hopefully with less pain in the morning. I'm going to try it as that effect. And I'll let you know how it goes. But uh, it contains powerful anti-inflammatory Anti-stress, antioxidant effects, boost immunity by increasing natural killer cells. By increasing natural killer cells. <laughs> Improves symptoms associated with stress and anxiety. Improves quality of sleep and may help with insomnia. And if you want to try the recipe for moon milk, take a cup of milk of your choice, whole almond, coconut, whatever. Half a teaspoon of ground ashwagandha powder. It's A-S-H-W-A-G-A-N-D-H-A. -A -A. Uh, one half teaspoon of ground cinnamon. Quarter teaspoon of ground ginger. A pinch of ground nutmeg. A teaspoon of coconut oil. And a teaspoon of honey or maple syrup. And I got that DVD honey. That's awesome. <laughs> Especially if it's for a nighttime drink. Uh, basically bring the milk to a low simmer, but don't let it boil. You'll see it start to steam and you'll get that different texture on top. Once the milk is hot, whisk in the ashwagandha, the cinnamon, ginger, and nutmeg. Gently simmer for five minutes. 
Stir in the coconut oil and pour the moon milk into a cup. Sweeten with honey or maple syrup if desired. Basically, consume one teaspoon per day and feel the effects within 6 to 12 weeks. Dosages used in studies range from 250 milligrams per day up to 600 milligrams per day. Possible side effects of ashwagandha. It's safe for most people to consume, but it may interact with thyroid, blood pressure, and blood sugar medications. So pregnant and breastfeeding women, as well as people with autoimmune disorders such as rheumatoid arthritis or lupus, may need to avoid it. So check with your doctor. It's always good to do. Then I found this little barbecue spaghetti squash slider recipe. And I I love making spaghetti squash, but I can't get it where I can just eat it. It's just I tried. I mean, there, you gotta you gotta add a lot of shit to it to make it taste good. <laughs> but this way it looks actually interesting. It's a little barbecue spaghetti squash sliders, like I said. And basically, the ingredients is a small spaghetti squash, about a three-pounder, some kosher salt, three-quarter cup of your favorite barbecue sauce, three tablespoons pure maple syrup, two tablespoons tomato paste, two-third cups plus two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar, two teaspoons of mayonnaise, a quarter small head of red cabbage, finely chopped. A quarter small red onion, finely chopped, 24 mini slider buns, and one English cucumber cut into one quarter inch thick slices. Basically, preheat your oven to 350, line a baking sheet with foil, half the squash lengthwise, and scoop out the seeds. Season the flesh generously with salt and brush with a quarter cup of the barbecue sauce. Arrange flesh flesh side down on the prepared baking sheet and roast until the tender and the squash strands are easily separated with a fork. About 45 minutes to an hour is what it always took me for a spaghetti squash at 350. Let cool for a few minutes on the baking sheet. And you can, with this, you can right there go from that, and you can put once that spaghetti squash is done, you don't you can just cook it without the barbecue on it at all. And when it's done, you can just totally top it with cheese, um, some sauce or whatever, and pretend like it's a spaghetti. You can just add like a buffalo style sauce and some chicken and chicken chunks and stuff like that, and just eat it right out of the shell. You got your own homemade bowl and. There's a ton of ways you can top it off, but and to continue on with the recipe, after you let it cool on the baking sheet, after you cooked it for up to an hour, whisk, well, while you're waiting for that, you can whisk together the maple syrup, the tomato paste, two-third cup of the vinegar, and the remaining half cup of barbecue sauce, a pinch of salt, and a cup of water in a small saucepan. Bring that to a boil, then reduce to a simmer and cook until thick, till it thickens up a little. 
basically 15 to 20 minutes and then keep it warm and then mix together the mayo cabbage onion and remaining two tablespoons of vinegar in a medium bowl and season it with salt and then use a fork to separate the squash strands keep them in the skins divide one and a quarter cups of the sauce between the two halves and mix mix night thoroughly until the squash strands are coated well and then season it with salt then slice the buns open about three quarters of the way divide the cucumber slices among the buns fill each with a generous amount of the squash and top with some coles some of the coleslaw the slaw serve with extra sauce on the side and you're good to go I think this is a good way to get a really healthy item in your system. I can see this being decent. And if you want a little extra instead of using the cucumber or along with the cucumber, you could always put a place of pickle in there, maybe a little spicy mustard or whatever. Yeah, I want to try these out. See if I can like spaghetti squash again more this way. So, but yeah, that's it for our show today. It's sounds like a pretty decent one. I'm happy with it. Hopefully you are. Be good to yourself. Be good to everybody else. Kick the shit out of the monster. We'll get back to you again relatively soon. <laughs>